Dennis Stewart is on the phone line for a phone version of Health Naturally today. Hello, Dennis. So, and we're looking at various plants today, succulents. We are, Joan. We're looking at that remarkable uh, plant or herb um, known as aloes. And most listeners uh, would have aloes growing in their backyard, as I have, or they would know of this quite remarkable plant. And uh, as I was driving out of my uh, driveway this morning on the way to come down, I I passed this magnificent uh, specimen of aloes in my herb garden. And I thought, this is a remarkable herb and a remarkable herb to talk about. And uh, I uh, it, it brought to my mind that this is one of the oldest medicinal herbs uh, that we know of. And uh, Listeners will, listeners will probably be impressed to know that um, on the wall paintings of the Egyptian pharaoh's tombs, there are paintings of, of aloe vera. Gosh. It goes back as far as that. That goes back to about 400 BC. And interestingly also, uh, this herb or this plant, this aloe vera as we call it, was considered to be so valuable that it was given... Uh, as a gift to the pharaohs when they passed away. It was a funerary gift to the pharaohs. Such was its value. And it it came over to me that, you know, we neglect... Oh, you've heard me talk about this before, Jane, but we neglect a lot of the wisdom and the knowledge of the past. And with aloe vera, it takes takes us right back there. But Mm. yet, uh, listeners would be probably not surprised to know that we have discovered uh, some remarkable characteristics of it that explain why it was so valuable. Now, when we're talking about aloe vera, by the way, we're talking about that part of it that is known as the gel or the juice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important, Jane, that we mention that, that aloe vera has two components. There's the outside shell of it, if you like, which is used as the basis of uh, medications that are of a laxative nature. So you wouldn't want to be using that. But the <laughs> the, gel, the, the gel component is that uh, very cooling, jelly-like substance that many people have used for superficial burns, for which, by the way, it's excellent. Uh, ah. superficial. Yeah, this is how it's been frequently used, grown in the backyard, superficial burn, even a bit of sunburn. The aloe vera, is, uh, the, the, the big leaf is broken open and this gel or juice is gently applied to these superficial lesions. And it's, it's renowned for that. And, uh, uh, but again, I emphasise it's the juice or the gel. And these days, commercially, that juice or gel is dehydrated or dried and frequently turned into an encapsulated preparation or a tableted preparation or just simply... Um, commercial production of what is known as aloe vera juice or gel. So Mm. uh, as a topical agent, uh, something to put on the skin, it is remarkable, as I've said, for for superficial burn conditions. But there's a a fascinating area where it's perhaps underused, Jane, and that is it's very, very useful for what are called radiation burns. Ah, Uh, the, the The Russians did a lot of work on this in their experimentation with the, with the herb and found that where there was accidental radiation burns and exposure, that the, the, the herb or the gel of it had a significant ameliorating, cooling and even a healing effect on it. 
Now, you might say, well, look, what bearing does that have on the use of the herb this way today? Well, interestingly, if a, a patient, for instance, or a person has, say, a, a radiation therapy for, say, a lesion yes. on the skin or, say, on the ankle, uh, some of those um, areas, the skin can be very, very difficult to heal so that if a person gets an ulcer, for instance, in the area where the skin has been subject to radiation therapy, uh, an ulcer can be very, very difficult uh, to heal. Here, there is a specific indication for a trial application of a medicinal preparation of aloe vera gel converted, say, into an ointment or a plaster preparation. It's a remarkable substance to use in that sort of situation today, we've talked a lot about ulcers on this program before, and we've emphasised the importance of, of honey as an, as a, an agent for uh, yes. uh, ulcerous conditions on the legs. But where you get an ulcer associated, say, uh, with exposure to radiation therapy and the ulcer is reluctant to heal, here I'm suggesting that the experience of using aloe vera gel overseas warrants at least consideration as perhaps a medical application for it here. That so is very interesting. It's, Do it's you... interesting, isn't it? It is. I, I, well, I, I think here again, Jane, but I, mean, I get really enthusiastic when I talk about these because it was my discovery and my introduction of the therapeutic use of honey probably 30 years ago in this town that I, I argue to this day led to the renaissance of a serious medical understanding of honey as a topical application and and here I am at this stage of my career now looking very very favorably and encouraging medical practitioners dermatologists natural therapists to think seriously of using sterile pharmaceutically manufactured preparations of aloe vera for some of these ulcerous conditions that are the byproduct if you like of say radiation therapy so that, it's an exciting application, isn't it? It is an exciting application. And, of course, radiation, we don't normally think of being exposed to it. Um, hopefully not. <laughs> and uh, Except well, sometimes, in those sometimes, medicinal cases, yeah. That's right. Where sometimes where a patient uh, has a lesion and, uh, and um, is medically treated with, with um, radiation therapy, as sometimes we all have to, yes. um, uh, sometimes a byproduct of that uh, is the area. Uh, the skin can be a bit fragile uh, and can break, and then you can be confronted with a very slow healing uh, lesion, which I'm suggesting uh, could be seen as a, a prime target for the application of a topical preparation of aloe vera gel. But that's that's its uh, topical use. Internally, as, a, as an oral medication, this is where perhaps... It's been used in most traditional cultures, in Egyptian culture years ago, in the Ayurvedic uh, tradition of India. It's been used as, a, as a, a great remedy to address many of the hot inflammatory conditions of the gut, particularly the large bowel. And um, so, it's been put forward as a, as a useful remedy, in fact, to contemplate using uh, in the treatment of inflammatory states of the large bowel. So Sounds as though there it's you go again. soothing inside as well as out. <laughs> Jane, you've hit it on the head, as I would expect of you. You've hit it on the head. <laughs> <Dennis>. <laughs> soothing, soothing and 
schooling. Well, I can see, Dennis, we'll all be going out and planting aloe plants in our backyard. We should. We should indeed. And we look forward to talking to you again next Friday, (laughs) round about the same time. Lovely, Jane. Thank you so much. On to NURFM.